I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. Every era gets the art it deserves, declares the German academic and respected collector Harold Falkenberg. I sometimes think about that, especially when I'm gnawing my arm with boredom in the face of some pretentious performance piece or some vacuous but fashionable exhibition. But more often, I ponder his dictum because, although it sounds authoritative, even profound, I really have no idea what it means. It surely can't be a moral point, given the close relationship through the ages between great art and tyranny, horror, cruelty and pain. It would be like saying that Stalin's gulag deserved Solzhenitsyn's novels, or that the trenches of the First World War were somehow necessary in order to create all that luminescent poetry, or that an act of genocidal violence in 1936 was properly rewarded with Picasso's Guernica. That way madness would lie. Falkenberg may have had a moral comment in mind about our own era. As a collector of contemporary art, he can be no stranger to the more deranged aspects of today's art world, where art is valued for reasons of status, fashion, interior decoration or money laundering, rather than for any durable aesthetic worth. But perhaps the same could have been said of the Renaissance. The art may have changed. Human motives, no. On the positive side, though, I think Falkenberg means that we get the art and culture that we care about and work for. We deserve it in that sense. And something of that feeling must be uppermost in the minds of the Arts Council decision-makers, whose latest round of awards, I'm not going to call it, as many of my press colleagues like to do, a round of cuts, has recently been announced. It's obviously a tense moment for the cultural institutions and individuals involved, even for those of us who believe that public funding is one of the most essential ways in which we will create the cultural landscape we want. In Britain, this is demonstrably true. It's no mystery that from the 1960s onwards, Britain started to become a powerhouse of contemporary culture, beginning with rock music and fashion, on to a golden era of novelists and, of course, the celebrated YBAs. No mystery, because the facts are simple. The overwhelming majority of those creative people were the product of fully funded educational opportunities after the Second World War and free milk in the playground. The scene was richly enhanced, too, by the children of post-war immigrants. Earlier this week, I was in Birmingham at the Icon Gallery, which, under the exuberant hand of director Jonathan Watkins, is celebrating its 50th birthday. It was a child of the 60s, born in optimism and a spirit of experiment, and its attitude to new artists was in keeping with that spirit. Watkins has marked the gallery's history by staging a series of exhibitions celebrating the passing decades, each of which shows a pretty remarkable prescience about talent in the making. 
they have reached the 1980s with a beautifully and thoughtfully crafted show that shines a spotlight on so much that was inventive and extraordinary, as well as a little bit that was completely bonkers about that decade. It's called As Exciting As We Can Make It, which is a quote from a letter the then director Hugh Stoddart wrote to the American artist Agnes Deans, inviting her to exhibit at the gallery. The letter explained that ICON was a non-profit gallery supported by the local authority and National Arts Council. This is telling, given that the date was 1978. Describing itself as one of the small number of British public galleries specialising in contemporary art. A year later, Mrs Thatcher came to power and many such institutions started to feel a blast so chilly it almost froze them to death. But look... It didn't, and the creative thinking involved in negotiating the tough realities of mixed economy financing has not been all bad. But the bedrock of public funding remains essential, and this week, too, Watkins has been speaking out about these issues. He makes an eloquent plea about a more equitable distribution of funds. One report claims that London has received cultural subsidies 15 times greater than those in the regions of Britain. Watkins also pointed out a significant linguistic shift. Instead of awards and grants, the Arts Council now chooses to talk in terms of investment. And how right it is. This allocation of public funds is the seed money for a creative economy that's now valued in the billions. It shows, Watkins says, an understanding that support for the arts is not a charitable donation, but a vital investment. There's much in terminology. Whether we want to describe arts funding as a higher moral cause, think of it as a pragmatic bread and circuses approach to the body politic, or calculate its extremely healthy return on public investment in the creative economy doesn't matter to me. But it does to some. So if investment is the language of the day, that's fine. It's an argument strong enough to be solidly justified from many points of view, And that is how we will get the art and culture that we hope to deserve. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.